Hey family, I'm Coach Cass. Welcome to The Hub. Today, today on the Coach Cash Show, we have so much, so much to talk about. So what we are specifically talking about today is Netflix's new show, Love is Blind. Have y'all seen it? Have y'all seen Love is Blind? Drop a yes. Drop a yes if you have seen Love is Blind. Now, last season, it was my happy place, okay? I absolutely loved the Love is Blind show, especially especially uh, the Speed Hamilton crew. Did y'all love the Speed Hamilton crew? They were like my happy place for real, for real, for real. And so when the new the new season started, there's now officially season two and season two has released five episodes, five episodes. The, the, the rest of the episodes are set to drop ASAP, okay? And so I wanted to talk about the first five episodes that we've talked about, that we've seen, just to review what are some lessons that we could learn learn from Love is Blind. And so if you guys have not seen the show, Love is Blind on Netflix, watch it. And the premise is something that I often tell my clients how important it is to connect emotionally first before you connect physically. Can y'all get with me on that? Connect emotionally first before you connect physically. All right. Y'all getting this? Drop a yes. (laughs) So for me, too often do we look at the chemistry, the sexiness. Can they kiss? Can can, Can I kick the tires? How good is their sex? And it's like, these are not the things, statistics show, that really keep marriages together. So the premise of the show is... There's a set of girls and a set of guys and they date each other, but they date each other in these pods. So they walk into these rooms and there's a wall in between them. And all they have is conversation to learn about each other's cultures, mindset, dreams, visions. Now, I definitely believe that they need a copy of the love deck. You know, the 60 questions to ask before choosing the one, they definitely should ask these questions on those dates. So maybe their questions may not be in order, but overall, I think it's a great concept. Now, the the, the show only records before they have to make a decision for 10 days. I didn't know it was that short. That's that's real short. But anyway, so they record for 10 days and then the man essentially is supposed to propose. Dun, 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 get down on one knee. So they follow about five couples on their journey to, to love. So what happens after they choose each other is they, they get engaged. So they meet in person. He gets down on a knee again. He gives the ring, (laughs) he gives the ring and then they're engaged. And then they all go on this romantic vacation to Mexico. Now y'all know I love a Mexico. I'll be in Mexico again next month. Right? So Okay, they go to Mexico and then they they see if there's a romantic connection. They are not forced to sleep together, right? But it's just to to have some time away. And then they move into an apartment together. Oh my goodness. And then four weeks later, they're supposed to either get married, say I do, or say I don't. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm going to go through the six couples that came together 
as a result of this show. And we just want to talk about these couples. And if you've if you've seen the couples, I want you to drop in the chat or drop in the back channel, like what, what you've learned from watching these couples. So couple number one, Shane and Natalie, right? So Shane and Natalie. Shane, to me, is like the ultimate bro. You know, he probably crushes beer cans on his head, right? So that's Shane. Natalie is a beautiful girl um, who, who seems pretty reserved, but, but likes to share her feelings. So here's the thing. Shane, as we can see, loves words of affirmation. He loves words of affirmation. So what really got him is when Natalie said, listen, dude, I'm feeling you. I like you. I want to be with you. So Shane was like, do you want to be with me? You choose me. Oh, I'm so excited. So throughout the show, you could see his constant need for validation, his constant need for her to sow, sow seeds of good words and empathy and joy and why she's happy that she's here. Like he needs that constant reassurance that she's not going to leave. Now, in essence, this could be a red flag, but understand that they've known each other for 10 days, okay? They've known each other for 10 days. So you kind of want the reassurance because you don't want to be boo-boo the fool at the end of the experiment, at the end of this dating experiment. But at the same time, you know, it's like he really needs validation. So Natalie is a person that's really sarcastic. So what we see so far is that very often she's very quick-witted. And then when he's, he's asking for words of affirmation, she's turning him down like, oh, no, I don't want to be with you. Oh, you're ugly. Oh, I don't really like you. And he's taking all of that to heart. So on both sides, one, as the woman, Natalie, here you have a man that needs words of affirmation. This is his love language. No judgment. That's his language. Are you willing and able to speak his language? So that's for all of you listening in and watching. I want you to think about, you know, in your last relationship, was your partner begging for something? And I invite you to take the, the five love languages, take the five love languages to find out what your love language is, right? And then being able to learn the love language of your partner, because if you are unwilling, this relationship will not work. So just in essence, he is someone that needs words of affirmation. She is not someone that is really willing to give it. So I'm not sure how long they're going to make it in the long run if someone doesn't make a compromise. Y'all get that? We have to compromise. So lesson number one is we have to compromise and learn each other's love languages. We have to be willing to give in order for this relationship to work. So that's Shane and Natalie. Now, Shane actually was also interested in another female, Shana, right? So he was, so it was this whole thing of Shane and Shana, but Shane and Shana's talks were really about sex and what are you wearing and and how is and how do you want to make me feel so we can see that shane is very sex driven so to me shane and shana may have worked out in terms of a sexual relationship in terms of a fun party relationship but i'm not sure if really that was it either now they have not met so we'll go over to shana so shana uh shana didn't work out with Shane. So she picked the second best thing, I guess, Kyle. But here's the thing. Shana is a diehard Christian. Kyle is an atheist. That don't work, y'all. 
that does not work. I do not want you to go down the aisle with someone that literally you believe in God and everything God has to offer. And then he's anti God, not just doesn't believe in it, but anti you are not here to be an evangelical dater. Okay. Y'all are too grown and too old to be doing that. Maybe when you were young, right? Like in your teens, you could try that out. But when we're inching thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, you know, my eldest client is 71. So when we start looking at that, mm -mm. no, baby, no, that doesn't work. Okay. So when they actually made it to Mexico, Shana said, you know what? I'm going home. I'm going home. And I, I think that's the best. And Kyle is there trying to fight for it. But I think it's more of Kyle's ego than really wanting to be with Shayna. He's looking at what she looks like on paper. She's good looking. She has a good business, great head on her shoulders. But honey, all of that came with Jesus. It comes with Jesus. And Shayna's like, look, I've been engaged before. So I don't want to make this wrong decision again. I really feel like I should have been with Shane. That didn't work out, but I'm I'm not choosing you either, Kyle. So I, I really don't think that they should get together um, because it's obvious that Kyle really just wants to look good on television. And he's he's really just trying to work this thing out in and of himself to, to kind of leech on to somebody that really isn't the person for him. Kyle, baby, go ahead and find you another atheist. Y'all work out real good. But don't, 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 don't go to the super Christian that wants somebody to lead her in prayer and you don't pray. You believe in science. It's just beliefs. It's just a beliefs thing. It's, it just doesn't align. When you're grown, why even go up that battle, right? Why? Okay, put why in the chat. Here we go. All right, next couple, Nick and Danielle. Nick and Danielle. Ah, Nick and Danielle. Oh my goodness. How did I forget? <laughs> who Nick and Danielle are? Let me, wait, hold on. Nick and Danielle from Netflix. Love is blind. Hold on. Let me take a look at who they are again. Okay. Okay. So Nick and Danielle were super cute, right? But we can tell, we can tell that Danielle has some issues that she needs to work on. So Danielle used to be a heavyweight girl, right? And she lost the weight, but she still has the heavyweight girl mentality, right? So so you lose the weight. This is this is what they say about um, plastic surgery. Like oftentimes, you've ever seen that movie Shallow How? Like you still see who your former self was. Like it doesn't automatically make you feel more beautiful when you do all these aesthetic things to yourself. Now, Danielle is a beautiful girl. I'm sure she was beautiful as a heavyweight girl, heavyset girl. But now she also is battling with the fact that she's been chosen. So they already chose each other, but she's still questioning it, which is normal in an experiment where you've known somebody for about 11 days. But in essence, when does the questioning end and allow the process to begin? So Danielle, um, Nick went to the get together. So there was a get together with all the cast members and there they were hanging out and Danielle could see him from where she was and they were in Mexico and she got jealous. This man is just here talking to couples who have already chosen each other. And he even said, he said, I'll stay behind to take care of you. And she's like, no, it's okay. But when he came back, y'all, she gave him a run for his money and said, oh, I had a panic attack. She knows it's in herself. But it's like, dude, how much reaffirmation do we need? Have you been guilty of this? I want you to put guilty in the chat. I want you to say guilty in the back channel, guilty on Instagram. If you have ever done this, have y'all ever done this where, where you have just um, 
been overbearing in needing that reaffirmation. We have to work on our own self-love. And we do this in the Real Love Network, right? It's so important for us to know that, listen, baby, you are also the chooser. These insecurities, everyone has insecurities that will bubble up. But if you allow it to take over your relationship, you are signing up for misery and that person is signing up for misery. So Nick and Danielle, they got some work to do too. Nick is like, look, I want to be with you. You are the girl for me. He's saying it with his words. He's saying it with his actions. But because of these scales in her eyes, because of this wall in front of her face, she cannot see it. She can't see it, y'all. So these, there's some work that needs to be done there on both parts, but really with Danielle, because Danielle, baby, she needs to, girl, you need to sit down and say, I love myself. I am the bomb. Nick is also, um, should be grateful to be with me because I'm amazing. But because she only feels that he is the prize, this is where it's not aligning. Do y'all get that? Do y'all get that? Takara said she acted the fool. Yes, she did for no reason. No reason, right? So I want y'all to really think about these things. Think about these things when it comes to love. Have I been guilty of questioning every action of the man that is sharing he wants to be with me based on something that's happened in my past? How long are we going to let the past dictate our future? How long are we going to let the past overcome our present? These are the things that we need to start thinking about, y'all. We need to think about this. Like, listen, girlfriend, you are a wanted woman. It's just to figure out who do you want. You are both a gift to each other. And when we start to realize this, you enter a place of gratitude, of just experiencing and not controlling. Ooh, that's another lesson for y'all. Do not control the situation because controlling doesn't allow it to go any better, right? When we try to control everything, isn't that exhausting? Controlling is exhausting. So let's just let go of the control, release, surrender to the process surrender to the process. Oh man, we got some we got some life lessons in this Netflix. Oh, we. Okay, so up next is Abhishek, which he likes to call himself Shake and uh Deep Tea. So I feel that Shake has an identity crisis. Y'all have y'all seen this? Right? I feel like he has an identity crisis where he's not really accepting his Indian side, right? I feel the fact that he is not conforming to his name, Abhishek, which is very easy to say. And he's like, yo, just call me Shake. You could pretty much tell the folks that he assimilates with or hangs out with probably aren't Indian and probably don't look like him and probably don't uh, accept his culture. So then now entering a world where he has invited Deep T in after he broke down, right? Because at first he was real superficial. You're not supposed to ask questions like, can I lift you at a concert on my shoulders, right? So that's to, to find out if somebody's heavy or not. You know, like, that's mad rude, sir, <laughs> right? So we can see that he was trying to see who was the finest of the fine just when he was back in the pod. So now when he met DT, she was beautiful. But then when he saw her in a, in a bathing suit, he started to question. Then he started to say, well, this is like my auntie. That's because you've never dated an Indian woman. And to me, that's just showing me that you are rejecting yourself 
right? There's there's something with self-esteem that is there. He's saying that he used to be a chubby kid. So, okay, so you've been working on that, but still you have a dad vibe, baby. You ain't, you ain't a perfect 10, right? And then what is it that has happened in your past that you need to deal with from your family of why you're rejecting your entire culture? Because DT, she, deeps, she is the bomb, okay? She's the bomb.com. My girl is what an information analyst. She has her stuff together. She's lost over 70 pounds. Like she has been doing it and she's on the show to find love and she's been open enough to let you in. And you out here, sir, look like you're about to lose it all and be very miserable alone. Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me? So for me, yeah, he was so rude. So <laughs> what is the lesson from this couple for you to start to look at? Listen, why do I keep choosing the same type of men? Is it because I don't believe enough in myself, in my culture, or have I been through something that I'm just trying to pick the antithesis of what I've been through? Right? There are many people out there that will not date anyone like them. Like for instance, there was a time and point in my life where I only, <clears throat> I would not date a Haitian man, right? Because I'm Jamaican and a part of the, the Jamaican culture, there's like a anti-Haitian part of it, which is so crazy because so many of my friends are Haitian, colleagues, so on and so forth, right? And so there was a part of me that never wanted to date and marry a Haitian man because of the stigma that I had towards the entire culture that I loved, which made no sense, right? Fast forward, I am married to a Haitian man. So I had to dissect what are some of my own disbeliefs? What are my so, some of my own stories around culture and stigmas and things I will or will not do? So we need to dissect, dissect our beliefs. That's what we need to learn from Deep Tea and Shake is we need to dissect our beliefs. And there are some things that are realistic and there are some things that are unrealistic. Y'all catching what I'm throwing down? Say yes. <laughs> Whether you're watching live or the replay. Oh, I'm loving all of this. And if you're catching us on the clubhouse, Please do message me on the gram. Let me know what are some of your takeaways, all right? So here we go. Mallory and Salvador. Mm, mm, mm. Mallory and Salvador. So Mallory, really, <laughs> y'all know she should have went with Jared, right? And she likes Salvador, but she's not really attracted to him. This is tough, right? If you're not attracted to someone, I don't think chemistry should lead the way, but if you are not attracted to someone, that's kind of tough, right? And I feel like she's trying to uh, convince herself to like him. And that's a bad thing. That's a really bad thing. I think they connected the most on culture and that was really beautiful. At the end of the day, they might be able to make it work if she gives into the process. But if she starts to think of what she could have had with Jared, which she admitted, Jared is her stereotype of what she's done before, which has not worked out. So she's trying something different, right? So maybe she has only dated black men. She's Hispanic, right? So maybe she has only dated black men. So maybe she's once again, trying something in her own culture and a part of her may be a little scared because she's not a girly girl right? And maybe Sal, she feels once this beautiful Hispanic woman, that's the girly girl. And then she's a, a down homeboy, you know, she's a tomboy. So maybe she's not feeling that she could be herself. That's not good, right? So what we learn from Mallory and Salvador is you need to be able to be yourself. 
from the get. We want to practice being our, our authentic selves in the entire dating process because then you don't have to switch it up later on. You don't want somebody saying, oh, but who are you? This is not the person I dated. No, baby, this has been me from the beginning to where I am. Now you might grow because you're a personal development junkie, but we are still looking at, all right, how do I grow through this? How do I be myself? Am I myself in all situations? So I invite Mallory to turn up who she is in this next section of the series to see if her and Sal really work out. Now, what sucks is that Sal saw that he, she really didn't want to choose him. And so he already now has his heart broken. So will he get past that? We'll see in these next couple shows if he's able to get past that and if they're able to move on. Ooh, there's some things, there's some things. Last but not least, Jared and Ayana. Ooh, we Jared and Ayana. This is the one Black couple. So, you know, we're excited for them, for them to be here. Okay, Jared and Ayana. Ayana been through some stuff. Okay, Jared's been through some stuff. They've both been through some stuff. So number one, they need therapy, period. On both ends, you know, Jared was stabbed by someone he called a friend. Hello. And then Ayana was uh, traumatically uh, sexually assaulted, right? So for the both of them, they really need prayer, and therapy together and apart. So I feel like they can make it work if Jared can get over Mallory because he also was, he chose Mallory first and then she turned him down. So this is tough. This is really tough. This is how life happens, right? So he chose Mallory first, but she turned him down. So then he said Ayana. So part of Ayana feels like the second choice. Will he ever really choose her? And then the part of Jared is like, man, what could I have had? So in order for them to work, they need to release all of the other options and focus solely on themselves and on each other, period. So therapy is key, is the lesson here. And to let go of looking to the side and just focusing straight ahead. Those are the lessons. If y'all want me to repeat it, I didn't write them down. Those were all off the cuff. So <laughs> just press rewind <laughs> on this episode of the Coach Cast Show. If you have not subscribed, please do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on all the things. Even on Facebook now, they have a podcast section. Um, ask Coach Cast on Facebook. So you could also subscribe there. But make sure to show some love. Share this recording. Share this episode. Hit five stars. Okay, because there's so much here in terms of this show. I believe that quite a few of these couples can make it. So for Deeps and Shake, if Shake gets over himself and says, you know what, I have a beautiful, amazing woman here that could support me and everything that I have going on. And, and, and Deeps can really be honest with how she feels and she what she's doing. I feel that they can make it. Ayana and Jared, if they focus in on each other and nothing else, they can make it. Mallory and Salvador, literally, if Mallory just becomes herself and Sal can accept who that self is <laughs> and that she can accept this amazing man, because listen, maybe she's not used to being treated right. How many times have we turned down a good guy for the bad boy? Listen, good men are good men. So she also needs to get rid of that bad boy mentality and figure it out. Like, yo, you got a good man in front of you. Take it. Okay, now the other people, I don't know, right? So those are my three that I'm saying can make it work. Everybody else, 
I'm not too sure about. So that's my pick. That's my my prediction. That's my horoscope, whatever you want to call it. So let's go ahead, watch the next couple episodes and check back in to see what happens. <laughs> I'll see y'all on the next episode. Much love, many blessings. This is Coach Cass. I love y'all.